0: Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya
1: and I'm Shan and and we we are are the Kings. Kings. Happy New Year 2021 to each and every one of you all. We are grateful that God allowed you as well as us to see another year. So we're going to go ahead as we always do and let you know who our sponsors are for Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We have HOPE, which is helping our patriots evolve is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Hope offers encouragement for those who are searching for a place to connect. It is our passion to help all veterans and their families regain their lives. Within every member of our network is the knowledge of their resiliency. Let us be a supportive resource as you travel along your journey. Hope is not for mental health services. For that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. For more information, please visit them at www.hopeveteransstrong.com. Then we also have Christian Humor force slash Inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at ChristianHumor forest slash inspiration.
0: All right, so as we move forward in the show, of course, we always want to open up with a word of prayer. So we ask that you please Grab your loved one's hand and just join us in a moment of prayer. So, Father God, we just come to you once again, giving you glory, honor, and praise. Father God, just thanking you for being the God that you are. Yes, Father God, Lord. we just thank you on the day, dear God, that you have seen us through 2020, dear God, that you have yes, brought Lord. us into a new season of 2021. And yes. Father God, we're just asking in this new year that you do a new thing in us on the day, dear God, that you open our eyes, Heavenly Father, to help us to see those things that are important to us, dear God, that we spend more time enjoying one another, Father. Heavenly Father. Yes. Father God, we know that there are a lot of things out there that are taking people away from the face of this world, their God. We know that COVID is still running rampant on the day, dear God. We know that crime, Heavenly Father, is still running rampant. We know the disease and things are still running rampant, and we ask that you would just step in and show up like only that you can, their God. Yes. Father God, we're praying for those individuals who have lost their family members to death, Heavenly Father. We're holding them up right now in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that you would just comfort their hearts and their minds on the day, dear God. Yes. We're praying that as we go into this new year, dear God, that you would do a new thing in us, Heavenly Father, that you will renew our hearts, that you will renew our minds, that you will renew our strength, dear God, and give us the strength to keep going forward, dear God, that you would keep us in a, a state, dear God, that we're not looking back on what has happened in the past, but we're moving forward in the future, dear God, for what you have for us. So on the day, dear God, we're praying for The radio station on the day, dear God, that it does more than what it's done before in the past, that your word would continue to be spread to the four corners of the earth, dear God. We're praying for our relationship on the day, dear God, that you would take us to a deeper level, Heavenly Father, continue to help us to minister unto your people so that marriages might be saved. So, Father God, we know that you know every need, and we ask that right now, in the name of Jesus, that you would just meet those needs, dear God. No matter if a person is crying out to you or not, we ask that you would just search that person's heart and their mind, dear God, that you do it seemingly and abundantly in their lives, dear God. And in the end, we ask that we be able to give you all glory, praise, and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: So our foundational scripture here of Marriage Mondays with the Kings comes from the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 6, where it reads, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate.
0: And our Marriage uh, Monday with the Kings motto is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families. And stronger communities. And so once again, as we go into this new year, nothing has really changed. We know we love to thank those individuals who continue to support KRGN 98.5 FM, as well as Marriage Mondays with the Kings. So we want to start off in Houston, Texas, and send a big shout out to Wander Perkins. Yes. So Wonder, thank you so much for being a supporter. And also to Mary Ann Stacy of Hoover, Alabama. Yes. So Mary Ann, thank you so much. And then all the way over in Trinidad and Tobago, sending a big shout out to Jimmy Joseph of Trinidad and Tobago. All right, So just want to thank those three individuals for continuing to support us. We ask for your continued support here on Marriage Mondays uh, with the Kings, but in a bigger realm to continue to support KRGN 98.5 FM as well. Amen. And so... Uh, moving on to our anniversaries, we have a few anniversaries uh, that have snuck in on us since the the last show, and so we're going to pop back just for a minute. Uh We're going to jump over to Naples, Texas, and send a big shout out to Lee and Maxine Holly once again of Naples, Texas. Celebrated sixty-two years wow. of marriage on the twenty-seventh of December. Uh-huh. Sixty-two. Years That is incredible. Yes, it is. Also to Azabia and Sujata Deuce of Murphyboro, Tennessee. Uh, they celebrated 27 years on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Killeen, Texas, we're sending a big shout out to Ken- Kenneth and Shalanda. I'm sorry, Shonda Curb, uh, once again of Killeen, Texas, celebrated 16 years on the 29th. Wow. And then up in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, to Cortez and Chastity Boylan, they celebrated 20 years on the 31st. So, you know, they were getting ready to ring in the New Year and celebrating an anniversary I at, at that's the same weird. time.
1: That's amazing.
0: All right. Then down in Madison, uh, Alabama, to Michael and Carrie Molina, uh, they celebrated 19 years on the 2nd of January. And wow. also on the 2nd of January to Don and Pamela Blakey uh, in Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. They celebrated 24 years. Uh Uh, So, you know, that's a lot of double-digit years right there. And we just want to say happy anniversary to uh, all those couples there. And we ask God continues to bless you with many more years to come.
1: Yes. So views expressed on this show are those of the host, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management, or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on
0: this show. And please keep in mind that although we're counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry and educational purposes only. Also note that the topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister.
1: And so just to kind of do one, a quick recap of one of the last shows that we did in 2020, it was entitled or titled, if you will, Marital vision. And we really went in on that show. You know, to be honest with you, if you have no vision for your marriage, what direction is your marriage going? And so if you happen to miss out on that show, you can go to our website at www.marriagemondayswiththekings.com. Click on the listen here tab. You can listen to it via YouTube. We have several podcast platforms and things like that where you can catch up on the show if you happen to miss it.
0: Okay. And so today's topic um, is going to be marriage, New Year's resolutions.
1: Hmm. And then the question of the week is, what is the New Year's resolution for your marriage? And so I'm going to go ahead. We're just going to go ahead and jump right off into the show. We know a lot of people say, you know what? I don't believe in resolutions. Or we've even heard in the church um, that, you know, we don't believe in resolutions. We shouldn't make resolutions or whatever the case You know, as Christians and things of that nature. And so, you know, it's not that for me, Shan, in the show that I'm primarily, you know, harping on resolutions. I think my point of view, if you will, is coming from I'm just saying like this just to kind of give you something to think about because I know my husband have a lot of stuff, you know, in reference to this. But the thing is this, how is it that we can plan at the beginning of every year to come out of debt? Um, we're even speaking that. We can plan to um, you know, lose 50 pounds by the time it's is bathing suit season, or we can plan all these other things. Oh, I'm planning on going back to school. Or I'm planning on getting a promotion at my job. We put so much effort into what we want to see done. For that year, starting the beginning of the year, but how many individuals actually say, I plan to have a better marriage. I plan to spend more time with my spouse. I plan to be more understanding and how my spouse feel in different things that we encountered. I plan to work together with my husband or my wife and not work against them. You know, as if they are the enemy. So that's my thing. How many of you all, and it's never too late because we're still at the beginning of the year, do you put more effort into planning to maintain other things or do you put more effort into planning to maintain and have another successful year in marriage? By starting off with the right mindset, if you will, when it comes to your marriage.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. And you know, speaking about you know New Year's resolution, and, and especially in specific uh, uh, talking about marriage, you know, when you look up the word resolution in the dictionary, uh, the dictionary defines it as a firm decision to do or not do something. Mm. And so, you know, a simple question is, what are you planning to do, or what are you planning not to do in your marriage in twenty twenty one?
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so, you know, for a lot of individuals, they, they make the New Year's resolutions. And to me, I don't really uh, stick with the whole thing about New Year's resolutions. I, I just kind of say I have some goals for myself
2: yes. uh, that
0: I want to try to attain mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the new year uh, to come. And I think for a lot of individuals, uh, you know, just looking at the success or failure of the goals that you're trying to uh, attain, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact of an individual just being able to really stick with it.
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: what are you doing to make sure that you attain that goal? And I think the first thing that people make the mistake of is they say they want to do something, But then they don't put any action behind it and actually do it. That's true. So, you know, you're talking about your marriage here. What goals do you have for your marriage for this new year to come? We can sit there and talk about what we want to do all day long. But until we actually put some action behind it, you're not going to be able to uh, reach your goals. That's true. And then the other thing I think we have to really be able to understand uh, when it comes to... um, Your marriage and maybe setting out goals or resolutions is that it's going to take both individuals to be able to work together to uh, attain those goals. I can't leave everything up to my wife to do everything and say, Yeah, we reached a goal at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to take both of us communicating, both of us talking uh, with each other, planning things out, and both of us working at it in order to be able uh, to achieve those goals.
1: That is so true. And You know, that's the biggest thing because I was sitting up thinking, you know, actually on social media and individuals were talking about, for the most part, resolutions and what they wanted to see be done in this brand new year that we have. And the thing that got me was. You know, so many people coming back arguing, saying, and this is just a line of what you was just saying, baby, but coming back arguing, saying resolutions don't work. Well, this is the thing, if we want to be honest with ourselves, resolutions don't work or your goals are not achieved if you do not do it. And so as, you know, you were talking, baby, I was thinking about the scripture, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's scripture all day. And this is the thing that just gets me. And that's, you know, coming from the book of James chapter two starting at verse 14. But the thing that gets me is I don't understand how we as a people can say we can have faith all day, but we don't want to work on nothing. You know, oh, you can't say that a, hey, if you will, for example, an exercise program doesn't work and help you lose weight. If you're not working it, mm-hmm. you can go to God all day and pray for your marriage. But like how you were saying, baby, if Both husband and wife don't come together to make it work. And so one of the things that is often common referred to couples that look like they're quote unquote winning, as the young children say, or the younger adults, let me say it like that, is hashtag marriage goals. You know, a lot of people have said that in reference to me and Kenya, you know, you guys are true marriage goals. We couldn't even be referred to marriage goals for other individuals if we didn't work together. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing that I know from 2020. Baby, hey, the things that was not working before that pandemic happened came to the top. It surfaced. And so the question that you have to ask yourself if your husband and wife right now, whether you're looking at separating divorce or whatever the case may be, is what surfaced? Are you willing to work on it to salvage your marriage? Or are you not? So that's the questions that you have to ask yourself. We do not have to get to a place of separation or divorce if each individual is working together. So I'm going to ask this one question because I know Kenya has something as well. But have you sit down as husbands and wives and even just had the conversation of what you want this new you to look like when it comes to your marriage? One of the things Kenya and I were talking about um, last year is how we purpose to spend more time together. And so we were saying, what is it, every month, baby, or Mm -hmm. every other month? Mm -hmm. I think like every month. Every month. If it's just getting a hotel and just getting away, you know, getting outside of your normal... That's the thing that we said. When you're in your normal day-to-day, mundane routine and environment, you're going to keep doing the same things. It, It becomes routine. But then if you decide, make a conscious decision... We're going to get away. I don't care if it's to drive to the next town and just get a hotel overnight just to get out of your environment. I don't know about you all, but Kenya and I love to travel. We know that with the current state that we're in, you can't travel as much. But when you leave the environment, you come back refreshed. So, how many of you all are wanting to see that resolved by the end of this new year that your marriage is stronger because you made a commitment to each other to say, not only are we going to do date nights, but we're going to get get away once a month? Something like that that is so simple to do.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know, from the aspect that I look at, a lot of individuals, when it comes to resolutions, Um, goal setting, you know, one of the things that we fail to do sometimes is is write it down. True. And, you know, in Habakkuk 2 and 2, it says, write the vision and make it plain.
2: Yes. And
0: so a lot of times what we really need to do is to write our goals down, write that vision down so that you can refer back to it to say, what is it that we're trying to do, you know, in our relationship for our marriage? Mm -hmm. Uh, The second part of that, when it says, write the vision and make it plain, it says, put it up on tablets that he may run that read it.
2: And mm-hmm. in, in
0: another version of that, the second part says, whoever reads it can run to tell others. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you're trying to put your business out there, but sometimes you have to understand that when you set a goal and you're working on something, if you've got that written down and someone sees that, they may be able to run to tell somebody else something that's going to help their marriage work. Mm-hmm. But if you don't write it down and make it plain, how is it going to help you, number one? Then how is it going to turn around and be able to help somebody else? Yeah. And we know that one pill doesn't... Uh, fix every problem.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: sometimes people can take portions of things to help them out so that individuals are able to get through these problems that they're having. The The second thing that I kind of wanted to add to that is uh, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Mm-hmm. Behold, all things are become new. I would tell you that there are some individuals that are just in their relationship. Y'all need to let some old stuff pass away.
2: Come on. Come on. Yes. You know,
0: when you're talking about doing something new in a new year, quit focusing on all the bad stuff that maybe has happened in the past. Quit bringing up the stuff that caused you guys to argue and fuss and fight back then. Hey, let all that stuff pass away and focus on what's new. That's one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is to keep you uh, distracted, to keep you focused on the stuff that's causing problems instead of looking forward to the things that are going to make your life and your marriage better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let some of those old things pass away. Now, this is the part where, you know, we always say we keep it real and we, we get it deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may have to let some old habits pass away. That's
1: what I was about we, to say. We
0: may have to let some uh, some families and some friendships pass pass away. Mm-hmm. And not in the negative aspect of death, but we just may need to push some individuals to the back yes. so that you can push your relationship to the front. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all the part of just doing something that's going to hopefully keep your marriage together. So when we talk about marriage and New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals, can you sit down with your spouse? Can you determine what you guys want to work for, what you need to work uh, towards, so that you try to attain that goal? Mm-hmm. And I think as we do that, Things become easier, and understand every goal may may not be easy. It may be an uphill battle, but as long as you're moving forward, you're moving in the right direction.
1: Yes, and what I would say too is is do this because see, this is where this this whole resolution slash goal setting stuff go mess up. Let me just say it like that: where it mess up is because you don't write down do a Habakkuk two and two on attainable goals. Mm-hmm. You don't write down attainable goals. You know, like me and my husband say, we're always transparent as as God allows us to be as we can be. I remember, you know, in coming out of debt, one of the things, you know, my husband and I do is when God instructed to come out of debt, we budget. So we budget. And so we look at... How much will it take realistically for, you know, to be able to go back and work, you know, go back and forth and work, whatever the case may be. How much is set aside for the gas that's needed? How much is set aside for the little things? We're very realistic. So you have to have a realistic goal and then you have to break it down into bite-sized chunks, if you will. It's not just going to happen. Like people just wish to be rich and things like that. Like how do you, you know, not not to limit what God can do, but how are you going to say that things just fall down in your lap and then all of a sudden you're a millionaire. You know, what are some things that you have to do? What are some things that you have to work? Because there are so many people just giving that example of where they instantly got rich overnight, but then two months later they were broke Mm -hmm. because you have to have a renewed mindset. You have to think within yourself, you know, because I look at it, I remember, you know, saying, well, man, can you, oh my God, I just want to be married 50 years. I want to be married 75 years and different things like that. I can't just expect to get to that point of our 50th or 70th wedding, 75th wedding anniversary if I don't try to make it to the next year. So what are you all doing to make it to the next year? Where is God in your goal planning? That's the thing that I'm going to ask. Is it something that you're trying to do or is it something that God desires for you to do? And a lot of people may say, well, you know what? Shane, I don't hear from God. Well, why is that? Let's break that down you know, all the way down or whatever. So I say all that to say, ensure whatever it is that you desire to be a resolution or to be resolved by December 31st of this year, write it down. People have vision boards. You don't have to be all elaborate and attend, you know, vision board, but you can go on YouTube and figure out how to do it. You could just write it down on a piece of paper and you can write by December 31st, 2021 in our marriage, we want to have been to obtain blah, 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 blah. It could be three or four things. Then from that, break it down and have the the serious discussion, a mature discussion of how you can meet the small bite-sized semi-goals, if you will, in order to conquer the big goal. And then when you conquer the big goal, mark it out. That's something that you've achieved because one of the things that you know Kenya and I've come to realize is when we work together on things oh my god it's like we're on an, an an unstoppable train like a force to be reckoned with because the two are coming together as one we're working as one and then we attain what it is that we set out to achieve at the end of the year Because we set it out in January So how many of y'all have written down And did a Rebecca 2 and 2 It could be something like I want to communicate better And then come December 31st How about y'all talk about it Hey baby how did we do Where do we need to change mm-hmm. And things of that nature
0: That's good um, And one of the things my wife was, was talking about there And I really want to you know jump on that for a minute Is that when you're sitting down And you're going to be making these goals. Uh, You're going to be going, you know, making your marriage resolutions for the new year. One of the first things that I believe you have to do is you have to be positive about it. Amen. If you're not positive about it, then you're already getting started off on the wrong foot.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So be positive, you know, speak life into those situations. You know, uh, Proverbs 18 and 21 says, uh, speak life. uh, The life and uh, the tongue has the power of life and death. So what is your tongue speaking? Come on. You got to be able to put some positive things into your relationship. And the first positive thing you can put there is the words that come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, along with those words, got to come the same actions because mm-hmm. you can't be speaking life and then doing death.
2: Come on. Come you got
0: to be able to put things together so that it equally lines up. And when you're talking about lining up, that means both of you have to be evenly yoked. But mm-hmm. I say evenly yoked. I'm not talking about uh, the old school scripture about, you know, individuals having different religions and things of that nature. I'm talking about both of you working in the same direction to accomplish the goal. That's true. I can't be saying I want to have a million dollars and then my wife is out running the credit card bill up all the yeah, time. We yeah. both have to be pulling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that, you know, we want to make sure that when we set goals, we do it in an appropriate manner. And one of the things that we can do is an acronym uh, that's called SMART. S M mm-hmm. A R T, and so it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time or trackable. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times we make goals and we don't use the SMART um, method. guideline mm-hmm. method to go by. Mm-hmm. So when we say specific, be specific. Say what it is that you want. Right. And then whatever it is that you're trying to do, then you know you set to that, and then measurable. How are you going to measure that? You know, how are you tracking it to say, yes, I'm moving forward? You know, true. if you're saying that you want to lose weight, you got to start out somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. What's your
0: end state? Where mm-hmm. are you at in between? Are you doing well or you're not doing well? And then is it attainable? That's yeah. one of the biggest things I want to tell them. That it has to be attain- attainable
2: mm-hmm. because
0: if it's not, you're you're fighting a lost cause. That's true. You know, I can't jump out there and say that I'm at 160 pounds and I want to be 450 you know, by the end of the year, you know, you got to do something that's going to be attainable for you. That way you show that you're working in progress and you're making headway as you move along. Mm -hmm. And then is your goal relevant to what you're trying to do? Mm -hmm. Are the things that you're doing relevant? You know, I can't say I'm going to be trying to save up a lot of money, if I'm going to be spending something somewhere else, doing something that's totally against that,
2: mm-hmm. do the
0: things line up. And then once again, the time that you have, give yourselves enough time in order to be able to do it. True. And you got to be able to track that. Mm-hmm. You know, in that time aspect, you know, there's an old cliche. I think it goes something like the, the day you plant the seed is not the day that you harvest the crop. That's true. We can't jump in on January the 1st and say, this is our resolution and this is our goal and then expect it to be there maybe by the 31st of January. Maybe yeah. some mm-hmm. goals can be there. But that's why we have long term and short term goals. You have to know how to separate those so that you guys have benchmarks to measure out so that hopefully you can be successful. Mm-hmm. And so on the on the flip side of that, we have to understand that, yeah, just because we met, a, we set a goal and we're moving in that direction doesn't mean that you're always going to get there mm-hmm. without a fight. Mm, there's going to be that's some true. some setbacks that going to be there. You're trying to lose weight. You may plateau for a minute and, and you may uh, become a little stagnant staying at one level. But the thing about it is you got to keep going. Mm. You got to keep moving. You know, when we used to run PT tests in the Army, they said the worst thing that you can do once you've started is to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're going towards these goals, don't stop. It may get to a point where things seem hard. You know, they told us in the PT test, hey, you may be running. If you have to walk, you walk, but you walk at a fast pace. So that way, that momentum is easier to pick up once you start running again. Mm -hmm. If you come to a complete stop, now you got to start the whole process over again to get back to a level that you were already moving at. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important that we use that SMART acronym put those things out there and really talk about them as a couple to make sure that we're on the same sheet of music. Because remember the scripture says you're no longer two, but one. Mm -hmm. So you have to operate together in order to be able to achieve those goals.
1: That's true. And the thing that I would say as well is identify the potential barriers that you would have to meeting those goals or seeing those resolutions come to pass. So what would some of those potential barriers be? And be honest about it. Now, I understand this is a new year, you know, not trying to bring any negativity to what it is that we are saying, but as we purpose to encourage and, you know, be an encouragement. But if you do not identify and recognize those potential barriers, some of the things that we've seen last year that hinders marriages a lot is individuals, I'm going to say it like this, I know counselors will be able to catch this listening, but individuals in whether it be the husband or the wife or both in a marriage, a barrier was gave more time to their family of origin versus their family of creation. So, in other words, you put you put a lot of effort, more effort into the family that you came from instead of the family that you created. And so, even with marriage, that can be wearing on a marriage. That can be very wearing to where both individuals are worn down. And so ask yourself, what are potential barriers to what it is that we see, we decide to be resolved. Maybe it's the both of you all. Maybe it's like my husband was just saying, the wife is pulling in one direction and the husband is pulling in the other. Well, how do y'all plan to be going in two different directions, get me to go? It doesn't make any sense. What are you allowing to hinder that which God is purposing to do in your marriage. Because as long as the enemy can t- keep you at odds, God's will for your marriage will never prosper. Not to say that he can't go above and beyond, but what I'm saying is you two are allowing or maybe allowing the enemy to keep you divided. Why did you get married in the first place? You know? And so those are just some of the things that came to my mind when I was thinking about setting anew in this new year. Stop doing everything for everything else and everyone else. Mm -hmm. And if 2020 has not taught me anything, and me and a girlfriend was just talking about this recently, if it hasn't taught me anything, it taught me definitely life is too short. You don't know who will be here today and gone tomorrow. So why not take that time to enjoy or make plans to enjoy (coughs) every day with your spouse As if it was, God forbid, your last, you know, make plans to do things. And I don't know about you all, but when me and my husband make plans to go somewhere or go out of town or do anything, I look forward to it. I get excited about it. So are you renewing your mindset to match the goals that you have for your marriage, you know, or the the goals that you will be creating? You got to renew your mindset and be positive about it. There is no, you can change from 2020 to 2021 all you want to, but if your mindset is not renewed, you're going to continue to repeat the same patterns that you did in the previous year.
0: Oh man, that's good there. And you know, it's one thing that we have to understand when we're setting out goals and things of that nature. You have to do um, the goals that are specific to your relationship.
1: Amen. Not somebody else's. Yeah, not
0: somebody else's. You can't be um, you know, trying to do what the neighbors are doing next door. You got to do what's what's best for you. And that's not to say that some of you guys may not have the same ideas. You know, everybody, I think, wants to get to a point where they save more money, pay down on debt, you know, maybe fix some stuff around the house. Mm-hmm. But I can't base my goals off come someone on. else's. I got to mm-hmm. kind of come up um, with my own. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in, in doing so, um, sometimes you got to move in silence, You can't tell everybody what your goals are and what it is that you're trying to do because some of the very individuals that you think may be on your team may actually be on the enemy's team will not want to see you prosper. Mm. And so when you're trying to achieve things, is there someone that's putting a stumbling block in front of you so that you don't attain a goal? Mm. You know, sometimes when you're trying to uh, attain the goal of losing weight, some people say you got to drop weight. Well, you know, when you're moving in in your relationship, sometimes you may have to drop some weight Mm. off. Uh, and some of those weights may come in the, the form of friends. It may come in the, uh, uh, the form of family. It may be bad habits or some uh, nature. You know, sometimes we just got to drop those things off because it's weighting us down and it's keeping us from achieving what God really wants in our relationship. And, you know, my wife was kind of talking about it earlier. You know, you got to realize you're on the same team. Y'all can't yes. that gun win if you're fighting each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
0: cannot win if you're fighting each other. So you have to work together as a team to try to move forward in attaining these goals. Mm-hmm. And so the, the one thing, and we say it a lot here uh, on the show, is, you know, husbands, wives. Look at the fact that the goals that you're setting, once again, your children are watching you.
1: That's true. Your
0: children are learning how to set goals. They're learning on how to fight through something. If you keep showing them that every time you set a goal, you give up on it, what do you think they're going to see? Mm-hmm. So we have to understand that the things that we're doing in our relationships when it comes to husbands and wives is that you have to set those goals out there and, and show your kids that they're attainable.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: once they're attained, celebrate it. Make them a part of the process as well, because this isn't just affecting you, the oil runs from the head down. Come on. So we have to make sure that we're incorporating our entire family in here because the husband and wife can't be the only ones that win. It has to be the family as a whole. Mm-hmm. And So the other thing I kind of want to switch gears real quick, we talk a lot about marriages and things of that nature, but for the single individuals out there, you can set some goals for yourself as well. That's true. If you're saying, well, you know, by a certain time, maybe uh, the person I'm in a relationship with now, we, we want to be married or maybe Maybe we're gonna to try to uh set a goal to go through uh uh counseling, premarital counseling before we get to that point. Or we're gonna save up money before we, you know, do this. Maybe the goal is we're gonna have a wedding, but we ain't gonna spend fifty thousand dollars on somebody. it. You know, mm-hmm. and so singles, you're not uh excluded out of this at by any means necessary. Maybe there's some personal goals that you have to set for yourself. You know, maybe I need to work on myself before I start trying to work on somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I need to get myself in line. Before I say I do, Come on. You know, and so it's just one of those things that I think we really have to talk about when it comes to goals, because a lot of times we stick to the same ones year in, year out, and ain't nobody moved. Come on. And so last year, you know, when we first moved into 2020, the only thing I heard was, oh, it's 2020, it's the year of vision. Some of y'all still can't see nothing. Come on, come on, Because you're steady going back to the same old stuff, trying to do the same old things, and you got to be able to move forward. That's true. So can you get your eyes to the point where it's not about just 2020 and a slogan, can you get yourself to the point where you want to see yourself accomplishing a goal and then see it through to the end?
1: Mm. So I'm just going to ask this, and this is whether you be single and definitely for you all that are married. In this new year, could it be possible that one of the goals or one of the things that you would want to see resolved is not faking like your marriage Mm. is actually something that is not wow So in order to do that and this is another thing when, when we're talking about a cha- change and affecting change is you have to realize the reality of where you are at and what you are in. So if you are guilty, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm, I'm going to start there. If you are guilty of making sure that you fake the funk, quote unquote, when you go into the church house, because you want to make it seem like your marriage is rosy in front of pastors and sisters and brothers and whatever the case may be. But then when you come home, your kids is looking at your side out because you was just shouting a hi, bye, ba bye, bye, and doing all this stuff, running around the church and, you know, setting up profit line and whatever else you want to say. But then when you come home, your marriage is not reflecting that which you just portrayed outside of the four walls of your home. Can, can we make it a goal to be more about family with the family that we have in the house? Because see, one of the things that I realized and me and my husband was having this conversation and I said, I purpose not to be guilty of is I purpose not to interject and spend more time um, chasing after individuals who mean me no good. Mm-hmm. And so what we tend to do is we make sure that we chase after the ones who are not, as we say in the country, bit more us, which means translation. They don't even care about us. But you will say, oh, my husband and my wife, they'll be OK. They'll be OK because they're my husband, and my wife. They're going to always be there for me. But let me tell you this. Individuals do not like rejection. So I encourage you, whether you be a single, are you guilty of, for example, and this is single and married, are you guilty of uh, uh, portraying like you got it going on financially when you constantly swiping that credit card and you broke it in a joke?
2: Mm. See,
1: you can't come out of debt for example, because a lot of people want to talk about money. You can't be rich without renewing your mindset. You can't come out of debt until you look at your total combined debt to see how far in debt you have to have to be. Because guess what? You, you can't see and know where you're going if you don't know the reality of what you currently are in. And that's the problem. So in, in, in this new year, I'm going to ask whether you be single again and whether you be married. Would you please put away trying to fake for individuals? That's good. Would you please put away trying to, too, because this is something that irritate me, and I hear husbands and or wife doing this all the time. You speak a good game about your your husband or your wife. Oh, yeah, he's my provider. He's my protector. Oh, yeah, she's my everything. She take care of this and that. But you're you you telling everybody else so it can make you look good outside your home, but you don't even tell your spouse. Can we make that a goal this year to tell your spouse how much they mean to you? Tell your spouse, don't you dare say nothing to anybody outside your home about your spouse or anything you got going on or, or how wonderful your children are if you don't even tell your children. Let's go ahead and peel back the onion layer for Will to get to the core. So that way, when it comes to making some real resolve in 2021, we are actually affecting change. Don't go out there and preach the word of God to people outside of your home, but you can't even um, assist your children of how to read scriptures and open up a Bible. They ain't even never heard you mention the word Bible inside the home. So so don't get out there and and tell everybody how good God is because you're being selfish, but yet still you don't. Have a relationship with God personally, so those are some of the things that I would just encourage. It's look, we're getting too old and time is getting too limited to be sitting out here faking for other folks. Let's do the work and take care of the business inside the four homes. That's New Testament scripture. Because the scripture, baby, help me, help me with this one. I'm speaking out of the heart of what I know, but the scripture says in the New Testament that you have no business taking care of God's house if you're not taking care of your own house. Mm -hmm. That's scripture. So so if we're going to be sitting up here talking about God and prophesying God and all this other kind of stuff about God, let's let's make sure that we as individuals are living out the scriptures. And for married couples, start with First Corinthians
0: chapter 13. Oh, that's good. That's real good. And, you know, the thing that we really have to be able to understand, you know, my wife was talking about, you know, getting your your house in order. You know, just that may be a good starting point. There's a lot of different things that individuals can do. has resolutions or goals.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And one of those can just be starting within yourself. You know, think highly of yourself. Think highly of your spouse. Um, Think about getting your your things around your house in order. What do we need to fix in our house, in our home to to continue to make it uh, be a happy home? Right. And so since we are marriage Mondays with the Kings, we're talking about marriage and relationships and things of that nature. If you're married, you know, one of the biggest uh, goals that you may be able to set out is to stay married. Come on. Come on yeah what are we gonna do to uh combat the things that the enemy may be throwing at us are we gonna spend more time in prayer I mean we're gonna spend more time in our word mm-hmm. or are we gonna get to know each other uh better you mm-hmm. know my wife and i uh will we'll tell you you know we are not prone to anything that um you know, exist out there in the world. It happens in every relationship. Mm -hmm. But there was a time in our lives where we were running 100 miles an hour passing each other left and right. And we kind of forgot about who we were and the things that made us uh, what we are today. That's true. And so the last trip that we took Uh, It was about an eight-hour trip that we spent in the car with each other. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't believe what came out because we got back to what we knew.
2: Amen. Uh,
0: A long time ago, when we first got married, we used to get on the road with trips with the kids. And while they were sleeping and watching cartoons and stuff, we were talking serious, you know, deep, in-depth conversations. Mm -hmm. And so that may be a thing that you may have to do with your spouse, uh, as my wife was talking about earlier, is can you get out there and do something, just the two of you, and spend more quality time with one another. Yes. You know, 2020 showed us a lot. Mm, Amen. And you know, and I think we, we have to take that time out nowadays. We push dates night like, like it's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe you may need to do not only a date night, but maybe a date weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. You may need,
0: be able to take a week off if you can and do something with your spouse or do something with your kids that you haven't done before. Introduce yes. do something new to the family. You know, this year, uh, my wife came up and she was like, hey, this is what we're going to do for Christmas this year. Uh, we're fasting all day long. No electronic devices, computers, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um we're just going to sit back with some traditional board games and enjoy each other as a family. And that was one short-term goal that we set that we did. And it just, it went over it really well. Amazing. It was amazing. Yes, the kids yes. loved that We played old school games like Trouble, Monopoly, Trouble, checkers. Dominoes, Checkers. <laughs> yep. And before you know it, the end of the day was there, but we had such a good time. Yes. So setting those short-term goals like that started off with something that you can Potentially do immediately and show yourself that hey, there are some things we can do, but you know keeping that thing on the table that hey I came into this relationship married mm-hmm. I want to lead the same way you know when I get called home Amen. we we want to work on keeping our marriage together in twenty uh twenty one
2: mm-hmm.
0: the other thing that I want to be able to tell um individuals and you know it's just it's really gets me a lot of times is don't don't quit before it's too soon. Yes. Don't quit before it's too soon. Mm. You know, if you think about an individual that's been injured in an accident or you know, a person that may have a heart attack, if they need CPR, they tell you, you keep administering CPR until you wear yourself out or until someone else can take over.
2: That's true. And
0: so in your relationship, maybe one of the goals is that you got to keep giving your marriage CPR. Come on. You got to keep pumping things into it that's going to keep the blood flowing, that's going to keep the oxygen flowing in your relationship. Mm. <clears throat> All too often, we get to that point where it seems like things are slowing down and we just want to say, well, you know what? Just pull the plug.
1: Right,
0: we right. want to jump out of it because it's not working in our favor. We're not seeing things as quick as we should, and we have to understand that everything is not going to be immediate gratification. You got to work towards some things, mm-hmm. and I, I know uh, me and one of my my best friends, we were talking about this not long ago. Is that sometimes you're not going to be able to see the fruits of your labor until way down the line. Yes. But the fact that you worked for it made you appreciate it more once you were able to get there. Mm-hmm. See, some of us don't appreciate our relationships right now because really some of us didn't have to work too hard for it. Mm-hmm. We got everything laid out for us. And so now we expect everything to be laid out on a regular basis. But when you had to work for something and you had to fight hard to not only get it, but to keep it you hold on to that and you cherish it more. So maybe a resolution or a goal that people can have in their relationship is just to cherish your relationship a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I can tell you there are individuals coming out of twenty twenty that went in with a husband or spouse that didn't come into twenty twenty one the same way. That's true. And they wish they can get those time back to set goals and, and work together to achieve things. And people say, well well before I, I, I leave this world, I want to do this, but you're not doing anything to get to that come point. Come on. Come on. People call it, a, you know, a bucket list. I don't call it a bucket list. I just say what my uh, wife's grandmother always says. we trying to create memories. Come on, what memories can you create before something gets to that point? Because the last thing that you want to do is to have someone's life cut short and you don't get the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And a way to avoid that is setting goals, getting started out with it and work your way towards those goals.
1: OK, so I'm going to, you know, so it. If you all have been paying attention or been with us since the beginning of the show, you know, we introduced the topic, we broke down the topic, going back and forth, we introduced some scriptures and things like that. But I've also been just kind of thinking as my husband was talking and praying, God, just speak through me of things that we would have to do in order to attain these goals or resolutions that we won't have resolved by the end of this year. So this is one thing that I'm I'm going to encourage, if you will. Just giving ideas, you know, because this is something me and my husband have been working on, is create peace in your home. Create peace in your marriage. Create peace. Cause let me tell you this like my husband was saying, we was running a thousand miles an hour, and there will be so many of our friends to say, We don't understand why y'all are doing this. I know for myself, I will push myself and push my body beyond what I should have, because in my mind I was lying to myself saying, I'm doing this for God, I'm doing this for God, and a lot of stuff God didn't say do. And so, with that being said, create peace because when your marriage comes to a place of peace. True godly peace. When your home comes to a place of true godly peace, anybody outside the four walls, family, friend, or foe, you are not going to allow them to disturb your peace. Mm. Because what you're going to say, this is what I say, uh uh-uh. uh, I don't even have to see you or talk to you if you're going to come into our home. And one of the biggest things as a wife, you know, is of course, My husband is the head. We don't say things just to be putting on the front for you all. Anybody who truly know the Kings, notice how we operate. He is the head. And it makes me upset as a wife to see anybody come into our home in which we have did the work. You hear me? Our home used to be chaos. We was fussing, cussing, throwing stuff, breaking stuff. That's where it used to be in our marriage. But now our marriage is peaceful. It's relaxing. I'm not saying that we're perfect. I'm not saying we don't have heated moments of passion every now and then, because that would be a lie. But what I'm saying is we have worked throughout the years to have less and less arguments. We've worked throughout the years to try to be better understanding, to hear each other. We've worked throughout the years trying not to blame each other and make each other the blunt of the things that we wrestle with within ourselves. That's the biggest thing that I see um, since we've been working with marriages for coming up on five years this year. (laughs) It's been four, four years and some change. We've been working with individuals with marriage, and the biggest thing, that I see is instead of working on what is is what I find negative about myself or what I'm wrestling with, what I do is I project it onto my spouse and make them the problem when they're not the seed of the problem. So I would encourage you, make that one of your goals to create peace. Your children will thank you. <laughs> our children, they are some amazing children. We thank God for our children, all five of them. But the thing that is very interesting is say, for example, our children are well behaved. You know, we didn't play those games. We're both old school in our teachings and disciplines of our children. But for example, let a child come over this rowdy. One of our children is gonna come to us and say, "Mom and Daddy, um, I'm not trying to be mean, but can y'all not invite them over again because they are so accustomed to our peace?" So I would encourage you work on starting there and creating godly peace in your marriage in your home, and definitely within yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things, and I probably should have put this out there at the beginning of um, the show, you know, the the, the goal of marriage, mm. the, the goal of marriage. You know, people had an idea in their mind, this is what I want to have my marriage look like. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the, the goal of marriage and you go back to Genesis, uh, the second chapter, when God said, you know, he had already created Adam he says, not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Mm-hmm. Genesis I
1: ma- 2 and 18. Yeah,
0: I will make him a helper comparable to him. So the first thing that I would submit to individuals there when it comes to the goal of marriage is to have someone who is comparable to you. And it's not about comparing you know, you against them, but they're compatible with you as well. That helper is going to be there with you to help you achieve uh, certain goals. And as, as we go further down in Genesis 2 and 24, it says, uh, and they shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, maybe a goal is for you guys to get on one sheet of music with one another mm-hmm. and quit fighting one another or one person pulling one direction, one pulling the other. And when you do that, Then this oneness occurs. Mm. In order for two to become one, it's gotta look the same. That's why God had Adam lay down and go to sleep and he took one of his ribs because, you know, he couldn't take. Um, a foot bone Mm. and try to compare it to a rib. The the ribs have to match up. The bones have to match up. So are the bones in your relationship, your ribs, or you're lining up with one another so that you have that oneness? Mm. Because for a lot of individuals in their relationship, it's not about oneness. Some people can be downright selfish. Everyone has their own personal uh, agenda, but we have to work together to become one so that when you see one person, everybody already knows what the other person looks like. Come on. Yeah. See, when people see me and I've had individuals talk to me about this, man, we can just imagine what your wife is like when we see you. Mm. So whatever you're portraying to other individuals, are they saying something good about your wife or are they saying something bad about your wife or or, or your your husband? Mm. Either way it goes. When you are married and you're walking together in oneness, people should be able to see both of y'all just by looking at one. Mm.
1: And so I'm going to say this because, you know, we are... About to be wrapping up this first show of the new year, I'm going to ask that it be a... a, This is just a request, not necessarily a goal. Please do not speak negatively out of your mouth about marriage. Please don't speak death about marriage if you're not willing to do the work in your marriage. So what I say by that is because in us speaking to a lot of single individuals, they'll say, well, you know what? I don't know about marriage. There are less and less young adults who are desiring to get marriage, to get married rather, where marriage, it was like a thing. When, when I was younger, marriage was a thing to look up to. I couldn't wait to be married. I couldn't wait to have a family all because of what I seen portrayed to me on TV. Of course, they don't portray that nowadays because it's all about money. However, um, and if you actually think about it, anything that's designed to um, build a marriage or build up the family it is the hardest thing that the world would allow you to attain. They come against it. Anything, there is not too much promoting healthy marriages and promoting healthy families. So for some reason, immaturity happens to be my word thus far of this year. I would rather individuals not speak negative about marriage because you're not willing to do the work and just start admitting I may be too immature for marriage. I may be too immature, or the way that I act is, is immature in reference to meeting the goals that me and my husband, or you know, me and my wife or whatever have set when it comes to marriage and when it comes to resolution. So what I'm saying in that is please don't ball up marriage and say marriage is bad. Just admit that you as husbands and wives can't work together, but it doesn't have to be like that because somebody is looking up to your marriage, whether it be your children, whether it be someone that you just don't know, you would never know until years later where they say, oh my God, you know, you guys were a blessing when it come to marriage. You told me the truth about marriage, you know, the ups and downs, what it really, really looked like, because I think if more people got before God and prepared themselves they could obtain, pray over those goals, whatever you want to resolve. If you wrote it down and did Habakkuk 2 and 2, then husbands and wives pray over it. And that God will be with you as you go through the ups and downs and trying to attain the goals.
0: That's good. Uh, a couple of things that I want to um, throw in here uh, as far as um, marriage uh, resolutions or goals or things of that nature. Once again, you know, understanding that your marriage. Is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Come on. You you can't take off running 100 miles a minute and, and expect to sustain that for 20, 30, 40, 50, or like one couple we shout out an anniversary to 62 years. Mm-hmm. You you ha- you have to want to be in it for the long haul. So therefore, you have to pace yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get so spun up and trying to run 100 miles a minute that we're doing everything else that we're we're focusing on everything else and not really focusing on the marriage. Mm-hmm. We're trying to supplement if you will, something else to really uh, say that the marriage is good when we're really really trying to fix something else. So we have to understand it's not a um, sprint. It's going to be a marathon. The other thing is you have to make sure that you're in position in your marriage in order to be able to get somewhere. Mm
2: -hmm. A lot
0: of individuals, when they set goals and they're trying to work towards things, it's almost like pushing a rope. Yeah. If you've ever tried pushing a rope, you know that that don't work. But if you turn around and pull the rope, then things start to come with you
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: then you can get somewhere. So you can't push the rope. You got to be ready to pull some things, you know, so be ready to work with one another, get in position to have those things uh, work out for you. And when I say get in position, th- this is what I'm really breaking it down to. I talk about sports a lot uh, in my analogies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're playing football, the quarterback oftentimes throws the ball to where the receiver is to is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask yourself the question, are you in position for your marriage to achieve the goals and the blessings that God has? So if you allow God to be the quarterback and he's telling you which route to run, Mm. He's going to throw the ball to where you should be. Mm -hmm. See, all too often, we want to be that lazy receiver and have God just throw us the blessing instead of going to where the blessing is Mm -hmm. so that God can lead you away from the enemy. Mm -hmm. See, sometimes when the receiver is running, that cornerback or that safety is right on that person, and you may have to speed up a little bit to create some separation. So the quarterback is going to throw the ball a little bit out in front of you to let you get some separation there. Mm -hmm. And so we have to allow God to lead us. So ask yourself this question, are you allowing, God to lead you to your blessing? Mm -hmm. Are you just sitting back waiting for the ball and figure out why I can just run the touchdown uh, by myself? And then when you end up tackled, when that word divorce comes up, you realize you don't know you were following the wrong person that was trying to lead you. Mm -hmm. The other thing is you have to believe in your marriage. Come on, If you don't believe in it, who else is going to do it? Come on, somebody. You got to start with yourself first Mm -hmm. and realize that your marriage has to be important to the both of you.
2: Yes.
0: Because what's important to you is what you're going to spend your time with. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, and I'm not trying to knock anybody, a lot of times that time, uh, the things that's important is not that marriage is in front of them. It may be that PlayStation. Mm. It's that car sitting in the garage that you're always working on. Mm. It may be some hobby, you know, for some people that may be shopping or whatever. you got to break it down to what's important. The marriage is the foundation. You have to build that so that everything else falls in line. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I'll tell you is this. Enjoy the process. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, when we went into our counseling uh, program um, at University of Mary Hart and Bader, they told us, as you go through this, enjoy the process. Because as you go through the process, there are going to be some things that you're going to pick up. There are going to be some things that maybe you didn't see in the beginning that now all of a sudden it's going to start to make sense to you. Mm -hmm. So enjoy the process. You may struggle a little bit. That's a part of the process. Stay in the process until you're finished. When you think about the old scripture that they talk about being on the potter's wheel. So you have to make sure that 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 marriage is that lump of clay and then it has to get formed. Once it gets formed, it has to be put up under some fire. See, that's where a lot of people mess up is when the fire comes, they, they don't want to feel that fire. So they get hard so that this bowl that's being made, this vessel is being made, can hold what in, it's, it's intended to hold. A lot of marriages can't get to their goals because they won't stay in the process. Stay in the process and enjoy that process so that at the end, you can fully enjoy your relationship and you know your uh, your marriage and that whole process came together to give you a good result uh, that comes out in the end state.
1: That is so true. That is
2: true.
0: And so we're going to go ahead and move on to our thought of the week. And the thought of the week comes from Jay Scott, and it reads... You have to plan to stay married just as much as you plan to get married. Mm. Boy, that's deep. Come on. Once again, it comes from Jay Scott. You have to plan to stay married just as much as you plan to get married.
1: Mm. That'll preach all by, by itself. I think that just wrapped up the whole show, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we hope and pray and we say this all the time. First of all, we want to thank you all for... Um, Supporting Marriage Mondays with the Kings over the years Just to know that God has allowed this show to go to many nations And when I say many, only God can get the glory We thank you all right here in the Central Texas area who Mm -hmm. supported us We're just grateful We're godly grateful And so we want to say thank you So let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by Helping our patriots evolve Which is a space for all veterans and their loved ones To come and feel like they are accepted and understood Like they say, veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Now, HOPE is not for mental health services. For that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within the community or at your local uh, Veteran Health Administration. So you can go to www.hopeveteranstrong.com to get more information about that organization then we have Christian Humor for slash Inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are in the social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook Um, at Christian humor for slash inspiration. Now, next Monday, we ask that you would join us back January the 11th, as we discuss receiving wise counsel when it comes to your marriage. Again, Mm. receiving wise counsel when it comes to your marriage. The question of the week, and we ask that you all will look for this because we will be putting it out on the different platforms for some mature feedback is why do married couples divorce rather than receive wise counsel to help save their marriage? Why do married couples divorce rather than receive wise counsel to help save their marriage? Please feel free to follow and communicate with us if you have any marriage questions or topics that you would like to be discussed via our website using the Contact Us tab at www.MarriageMondaysWithTheKings.com. So we want to thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you on next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN.
0: 98.5 FM, The Rock.